We've got an interesting show today. We're going to get into the question. We're going to ask this. Has America broken into two societies? Are we two groups of people living under one roof? Break that down. But first, I want to remind you that the FBI whistleblower special, the enemy on Enemy Within is now available on Rumble and Salem Now. Now, while you're also on Rumble and Salem Now under Turning Point, you can also check out The Great Global Reset. So two specials that are up from Turning Point USA right there. Rumble and Salem Now. Make sure you go and check them out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is September 29th, 2022. Anno Domine. Today's top headlines. President Biden is out there saying that Georgia Maloney's victory is a warning for democracy. We'll get into that next. The Lizzo question. An interesting take here. Has America broken into two societies? Third, the UK police are out defending a serial pedophile's gender identity. And finally, the Oklahoma Children's Hospital has stopped. Got a victory here. We got a W putting them on the board. Oklahoma Children's Hospital stopped performing certain gender services for minors. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Make no mistake about it, we're living at an inflection point in history, both at home and abroad. We're engaged anew in a struggle between democracy and autocracy, between the aspirations of the many. <clears throat> and the greed of the few between the people's right of self-determination and self, self-seeking autocrat. From China to Russia and beyond, they're betting that democracy's days are numbered. They've actually told me democracy is too slow, too bogged down by division to succeed in today's rapidly changing, complicated world. And they're betting. They're betting America will become more like them and less like us. We're betting that America is a place for the autocrat, the dictator, the strongman. I do not believe that. That is not who we are. That is not who we have ever been. And that is not who we should ever, ever be. So President Biden was speaking at a fundraiser last night, and he stated that the a huge warning, huge warning, of course, for his donors, for his supporters, that the United States could follow Italy's path in electing an anti-democratic strongman, or in this case, strong woman, Georgia Maloney. Here's what he said. You just saw what happened in Italy in that election. You're seeing what's happening around the world. The reason I bother to say that is that you can't be sanguine about what's happening here either. I don't want to exaggerate it, but I don't want to understate it. So last time I checked, Georgia Maloney, again, still hasn't actually taken office, hasn't hasn't done anything. Now, let's go through the list here. Has she ever forced biomedical edicts on anyone? No, she has not. Has she ever called for the vast, massive censorship of the Internet? No, she has not. Particularly where it comes to her opposition. Has she raided opposition candidates and, and locked up opposition protesters? No, she has not. President Biden does that all the time, by the way. He's constantly raiding the opposition. Every single, it's, it's actually become to the point now where there are people getting raided, like that pro-life uh, activist in Pennsylvania. They're getting raided so much. Biden's raiding so many 
members of the opposition that we're also actually starting to become used to it, right? It's starting to return into, enter into some kind of normalcy phase. Do not normalize raiding the political opposition. That is how you become the third world. That's how you become the Middle East. That's how you become parts of Latin America. That's how you become parts of Africa, okay? We understand that there are other parts of this world, Myanmar, Burma, I actually say Burma, where this happens all the time. We don't want that in this country. We don't want to become that. And you know, Jacinda Ardern, who just gave this massive speech at the UN, and she's the leader of New Zealand. Jacinda Ardern gives a massive speech saying that she needs, we all need, to center, censor the internet. And why do we want to censor the internet? It's for the good of the people. That misinformation and disinformation must be shut down for your good, for my good, the good of the children. We've got to censor it all. It's like that character on The Simpsons. Someone think of the children, right? That's who they all are. That's the face of tyranny today. Biden is the face of tyranny today. They are the ones saying they're doing, and they're saying, no, 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 no. We're doing this because it's for your own good. It's so you'll be safer. Things will be better this way. They're asking you to trade over your freedoms in the name of safety. That's what the lockdowns were about. That's what the vaccine mandates are about. That's what the misinformation crackdowns are all about. It's for your safety. It's for your own good. And they will continue locking people up. He just had that one FBI whistleblower, by the way, who came forward. And he refused. He said, I can't do this. I can't do these raids. He refused to go on it. He said, this has become political. And more and more people are going to be coming out supporting him. Rank and file within the FBI. Okay, I've spoken to some sources in the IC about this. They support these FBI whistleblowers. And they say, you know what? There is a cancer inside our intelligence community and our national security agencies. It's at the top and it's infecting the leadership of so many of these agencies. We need to do something about it. That's the tyranny, not Georgia Maloney, not MAGA Americans, as Biden says. The tyranny is you, sir. You are the tyranny. Everyone can see what's going on down in Florida right now. And our prayers go out to every single one of them. In fact, my brother is down Um, he's going to be traveling from Tampa down to the Fort Myer area to see if he can link up. He was asking about me if he could link up with the Cajun Navy, and I was going to see if I could reach out to some contacts that I have down there. So we're working on that. But you look at the devastation and you understand that is why you need to be prepared. Because when disaster strikes, it's already too late. And this is one of the reasons that Human Events Daily has partnered with My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company, knocking 20% now off their price of their three-month emergency food kit, 20% off. And all you have to do is go to preparewithposo.com. My Patriot Supply wants to help people as much as possible, so they're knocking this 20% off the three-month kit, but the sale ends in just a few days, so don't miss your chance to save money while getting prepared. And this could not, Anything could happen anywhere in the country. You could be driving somewhere, and your car breaks down. There's no way for you to get food. You've got one of these in your trunk. You are good to go. So you go to preparewithposo.com, get one kit per person in your household, save about 20% per kit. Your order ships fast and free and arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewithposo.com. We're going to put the link in the description. It's crystal. It's like playing out of a, a, a wine glass. Be patient. 
Melissa Viviane Jefferson, a.k.a. Lizzo. So what you just saw or heard there on the podcast side was Lizzo playing James Madison's 200-year-old priceless flute, his own personal flute. She, we're told, is the first person that's been given the opportunity to play this flute in 200 years. She's on stage. Um, to describe this, she's wearing a very skimpy, scantily clad outfit and twerking while she plays this thing. Flute is made of crystal, by the way, so it easily easily be broken. So what's very interesting about this situation is that there were two reactions to this that broke out across the internet and broke out across the country. One reaction of, let's call it old America, or original America, was horrified. They said, this thing could be broken. This is inappropriate. Why is she twerking while playing a priceless flute that was played or owned and played by one of our founding fathers? But that's not what New America said. New America looked at this and said, Lizzo, a black female superstar, collaborating with Carla Hayden, the first African-American and first woman librarian of Congress, to use a flute from James Madison, the founding father who originated the Three-Fifths Compromise and also the Library of Congress itself. The symbolism, the symbolism. They loved it. By the way, the Three-Fifths Compromise was actually anti-slavery because it reduced the representation in the South, which meant that they had less congressmen, just to point that out there. But New America doesn't care about that because New America looks at this and says, this is fantastic, it's amazing, because they have what's called revolutionary symbolism. And the question before us is presented in a fantastic thread by Twitter user Wokal Distance is this, has America broken into two societies? And he writes, those who interpreted Lizzo twerking with James Madison's flute through a racial lens and those who interpreted the video as an intentional disregard and devaluing of American history and heritage. The case is everyone on both sides saw the exact same video. And although everyone saw the exact same video, they had two different interpretations of the meaning of the video. What we're seeing here is very simple, very simple. The question is, do we have shared meaning anymore in this country? We don't agree on the meaning of American history anymore. The Constitution, family, gender, sex, work, money, religion, communication, race, nationhood, identity, language, art, social norms, the meaning of life, how to raise children. There is no shared meaning. One of the societies, the new American society, has their own image, their own context, their own, you could call it revolutionary symbolism, postmodernism. This idea that there is no objective, correct way to interpret anything. All that we have is our own interpretation of the meaning of various things. So different people will interpret words differently depending on their backgrounds and in context. So you can put whatever you want on it. Whereas in the old America, you can have actual meaning, actual truth. And what's incredible here, what's incredible is that we realize this. America has broken into two societies. Now it's not North-South but it could be household to household. 
It could be inside your own home, family to family. In some cases, even your own family members that you can't talk to anymore because they've adopted this new social discourse, this new entire outlook on things. And it's a very interesting question. One side was reviled by this. One side was overjoyed. The question is, which society are you of? And what are we going to do about this? Here's what Sussex Police had to say uh, in their statement 14 hours ago. On Monday, the 26th of September 2022, we reported on the conviction of a sexual predator for historic sex offences in Sussex. The court sentenced Sally Ann Dixon as a woman to 20 years in prison for offences committed against seven children, now adults. Uh, we reported factually on the findings of the court, which heard that at the time of the offences, Dixon was living as a man. John Stephen Dixon. The relevant offences were recorded as being committed by a male. An early reply to a comment on Twitter was inconsistent with our usual style of engagement. We apologise for this and have removed the comment. We recognise the rights of the public to express themselves freely within the boundaries of the law. So quite a lot of people actually said, what the f*** are you doing uh, referring to this woman as a woman when in fact the woman committed the offences as a man? So the UK is kind of a joke country. Um, at this point, and I get it right in the 1950s, they dealt with the loss of the empire. They dealt with having to go through that huge identity crisis. And now they've decided to redirect their energies into being completely and utterly insane. The UK police out of Sussex are defending a convicted serial pedophile over quote unquote, hate for misgendering the child rapist. So who is this person? Well, the individual, a biological male previously known as John Stephen Dixon, now goes by the name of Sally Ann Dixon, and this is according to Summit.News, was sentenced to prison after being found guilty of 30 indecent assaults against children dating from 1989 to 1986. However, the Sussex police, okay, these are the police in UK. This is what they're focused on. All right, go through, go with me on this. People were tweeting about the case because they were horrified about what this monster was doing to children. But the Sussex police responded, Hi, Sussex police do not tolerate any hateful comments towards their gender identity, regardless of crimes committed. This is irrelevant to the crime that has been committed and investigated. And people online basically just completely and utterly lost it. Then they put out a statement. On Monday, 26 September 2022, we reported on the conviction of a sexual predator for historic crimes, 20 years in prison. We reported factually on the findings of the court, which heard that at the times of the offenses, right, here we go, here we go. We require at the time of the offenses, Dixon was living as a man, John Stephen Dixon, and the relevant effects were committed by, by a male. All right, go with me on this. Go with me on this. An earlier reply to a comment on Twitter was inconsistent with our usual style of engagement. We apologize for this, and we have removed the comment. What does this mean? Basically, they're apologizing. They're apologizing to the pedophile, the child rapist, for accidentally misgendering, just making sure 
that even though the person is a multiple child rapist who committed crimes, at least was convicted of crimes over a seven year period, 30 different indecent assaults of children, committed child rape 30 times, but we just wanna make sure, we just wanna make sure that you know that they, that they are not, they're not bigots. They're definitely not, not bigots. They're definitely not, um, you know, they're definitely not bigots at all. No, 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 no. You know, it kind of reminds me, there was a case and um, Jeffrey Dahmer, right? So Jeffrey Dahmer was, was pointing out when you know, there's this new Netflix deal that's out about Jeffrey Dahmer. And Jeffrey Dahmer, of course, who, by the way, was gay. So Netflix, when the new video came out, put it in the LGBT, LGBTQ uh, category. They since took that off after backlash because you're not allowed to do that. We don't want this kind of representation. Not that way. But he actually said at one point, in uh, I forget if it was an interview or it was at the trial, but he really wanted to make sure that people knew that even though many of the targets that he killed, dismembered, and then later feasted upon were actually uh, African-American, that he wanted to make sure that he didn't target them because of their skin color, but because he wouldn't want anyone to think that he was a bigot. Jeffrey Dahmer once said that he wanted to make sure that people didn't think he was a bigot. What does that say about us as a society? Think about that. Legislators seem to believe that uh, the health care and the mental health of trans and 2S LGBTQ plus youth um, is essentially a bargaining chip that they can use. GOP lawmakers plan to withhold $39.4 million from OU Health if gender affirming surgeries are performed there, money meant for a children's mental health facility. And after facing immense pressure, the hospital announced some changes. In a partial statement from OU Health, the legislature restricted the use of the funds from benefiting facilities performing certain gender medicine services. The new mental and behavioral health facility was never intended to provide such care. Current best practices for trans youth simply means delaying puberty to give that child time to make informed medical decisions about their own body. Um, and this bill is going to take away that right and choice. ACLU of Oklahoma says this ban will be life-threatening to trans youth. God bless Oklahoma. I'm going to say that again. God bless Oklahoma. Do you understand what Oklahoma has done? They've taken the first step in this fight to saving our children, saving the children of this country, potentially the entire world, wherever this insanity is going on. Thanks to HB 1007, it stated that the University Hospital Authority Trust, so that's state funding, $39.4 in state funding just for Oklahoma University's uh, Oklahoma University Health and this children's hospital there. It stated that the hospital would be prevented from receiving a single drop of funding if, quote, gender reassignment medical treatment services were being performed within its medical system. Now, I want to double check. Is that just for children or is that or is that for? Yeah, for children for the Children's Hospital and a statewide restriction would go forward. This is what you need to do. And so in a statement that OU Health put out, OU Health senior leadership team is proactively planning the ceasing of certain gender medicine services across our facilities, and that plan is already under development. Look, 
This is how you fight back. Use the power of the purse. You don't have to go out and ban something outright. You simply have to say, or criminalize it, though eventually we probably should for when it comes to providing this type of quote unquote healthcare. No, we're gonna call them procedures. We do not provide these procedures or perform these procedures on children. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that anywhere in the country. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene sponsored the federal bill, everyone should be for it by the way, that says it would be banned nationwide. Here in the States, this is a direct way you can do it. Use the power of the purse strings, shut this down. For any conservative leader of any conservative state, this is the way forward and the path forward. Shut down these procedures. Whether you're in Tennessee, look at the Vanderbilt expose. This is going on in Tennessee. These things are going on across our country. Why? It's not because of the children. It's because of the money. They want to get these kids hooked for life. The younger they can get you hooked, the longer you're going to need your procedures and your maintenance and everything else that goes on with this. They're looking at it as a cash cow, our children. We say no as a people. We say no as a society. This is absolutely degenerate. You're destabilizing children. You're destabilizing the most vulnerable people in our society. God bless Oklahoma. And that's it. That is all the time we have here at Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and leave us your five-star review. Apple, Spotify, whatever you get your podcast. I want to let you guys know, couple announcements, couple of things that are coming up, going on um, here at Turning Point USA with myself, Human Events. So Turning Point just announced America Fest. Go to AmericaFest.com, AmFest.com. That's going to be this December, Phoenix, Arizona. Myself, Charlie Kirk, Steve Bannon, Tucker Carlson, and so many more are going to go and be there. AmFest.com, use promo code POSO. You get 25% off. Also, go to tpusa.com slash reset. While you're there, get your copy of the Great Reset booklet. And we're able to announce this. Are we, able, are we announcing this? Producer Chris, are we good? Producer Dev? Okay, we're going to announce this here because they've been saying, they've been sending in the chat. Oh, say it. You got to say it. You got to say it. All right, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. This Sunday special on Human Event Sunday will be the Holy Land special. Myself, my brother, my entire family, our visit to the Holy Land, walking in the steps of Christ. What do we talk about today so much from Biden going after Georgia Maloney to the Lizzo question, America breaking into two societies, the UK police defending serial pedophiles, and then the Oklahoma Children's University actually fighting back and winning because Oklahoma's legislature did the right thing. But first, before we go, and we just got back from Israel, so we do have to talk about this. Today is the anniversary of the horrific Bobby Yar massacre. On this day, September 29th to 30th, 1941, Nazis in Ukraine killed 33,000 Jews, the Babi Yar massacre near Kiev. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.